Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Pushing 60 Aside podcast. I am your host, Gene Fleming. I'm recording here in my hometown of Fort Payne, Alabama, in the United States. Uh, what's Fort Payne like? It's a small town. Uh, we're nestled right in the uh, valley here below uh, Lookout Mountain. And uh, so we got some pretty good views, some pretty good trails, some pretty good hikes. Uh, you know, it's not like the Rockies out west with the jagged peaks and lots of snow. No, our mountain only looks like a foothill to one of those mountains, but it's a beautiful place with a lot of hardwood trees, a lot of pines, um, a lot of water features, waterfalls, lakes, rivers, and so on such as that. If you're ever in northeast Alabama, I hope you'll take the time to uh, do some of our touristy things here. Some really beautiful places to see, good places to camp, nice hotels, and, uh, you know, and, and you're just a stone's throw from cities like Chattanooga, Atlanta, Huntsville, Nashville. So stop by and give Fort Payne a look if you're ever down this way. Wow, 2023. This is podcast number one in our fifth season season on the Pushing 60 Aside podcast. I never thought in a million years this would happen. I didn't think I'd be a podcaster. Uh, in, in fact, uh, when I first started podcasting, I barely knew what podcasts were. And now it seems everybody and his brother and his two uncles has a, a podcast about something. And, uh, and I talk about uh, what it's like to be approaching age 60 and getting ready to enter your senior years and have a fighting chance of having a healthy uh, golden period in your life to really enjoy your retirement years. You know, you worked so hard for so many years to get to this age where you could uh, kind of uh, chill out and relax and, and do things perhaps you always wanted to do to take trips, take vacations, sightsee, travel, you know, whatever your thing is. Some of you were just so sick of working when you got to this age. And I say this age, I think I'm talking about my age, retirement age, uh, 65. Uh, uh, you know, that now you don't want to do much of anything at all. And, and, I, and I get that. I don't do much of anything at all. I don't travel a lot anymore. I don't really want to get on airplanes anymore. <laughs> I don't want to spend a week driving across the country to um, to go out west. I, I just, you know, I've pretty much done it at some point, and I don't really have much desire to travel internationally anymore. Because I was in the Navy for so many years, I have no desire to spend time on a cruise ship been there done that and I so anyway uh, here we are it's 2023 I was thinking about a title for this podcast I don't know where this southern drawl is coming from tonight I don't know where it came from but it just creeped in here <laughs> let me see if I can turn that off there's got to be a knob on this console somewhere it says uh, no southern twang all right we're back yeah is that better thanks Ah, so, 2023. I thought about a title for this podcast, and I was going to call it 2023 and Me. Kind of a play on that uh, DNA testing uh, company, 23 and Me. But uh, 2023 and Me. And I'm not talking about me personally. Each one of us, the you, the listener, me, the podcaster, uh, 
when you say 2023 and me, you're talking about yourself and I'm talking about myself. Okay, is that clear? So 2023 and me. Well, just as this podcast has survived four seasons and is now in its fifth, uh, I'm interested in seeing many more seasons in my life. Uh, I, I want to do it well. I want to be physically well. I want to be mentally well. I want to be emotionally healthy and spiritually sound for me, you know? Uh, It might sound like the reasoning is selfish, and perhaps it is, but if wanting to spend time with my wife is selfish, then call me selfish. If wanting to see my granddaughters get married, call me selfish, you know? If wanting to see my grandson Uh, play college baseball is selfish. Call me selfish. One thing I know is if I don't take care of myself, things can go downhill very quickly. And, um, you know, and I won't be around anymore. And, you know, and I was, if you're listening to season five, you've heard a lot of the story. I was really sick back in 2008 to 2012, 13, so in there. And, um, and I could have died. I could have died several times. I was hospitalized several times. I was very depressed. I was on a lot of medication. Blah, blah, blah. Sad story. No, really, it, it was a sad story. But I got well. And once I got well, I got stronger. I got faster. I got motivated. And I'm not like a recovered or reformed uh, drinker or smoker. No, I'm not like that, pushing my story on people all the time about how they need to be more like me. No, that's gross. That doesn't make any sense at all. But what I am interested in is genuinely helping people take time to think about what they're doing in all aspects of their lives and choose the things that will help them stay healthy. That's all. This podcast, I said podcast, uh, uh, tongue slip, just another night on a microphone for me. Uh, But I want people to seriously think about what they're doing and the things that are possibly hurting them or going to make them sick or shorten their lifespans and think about things they do or can do or continue doing to give them a fighting chance of having really good quality years through the 60s, into the 70s, into the 80s, and perhaps beyond. We know that we have the potential to live longer than any generation before us. That's a fact, Jack. We have the potential. What we do with that potential is solely up to us as individuals. I can tell you this. Yeah, I teach exercise classes for seniors. I cannot make them come, though. It's that old adage, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it put on swimming trunks or something like that. So I put the message out there. Many people have bought into it. And so on a typical week, I train uh, somewhere between 45 and 60 people number fluctuates, you know, uh, depending on how many people attend. But the goal is to keep them healthy in three aspects of their lives. The body is obvious. The, the, The body, keeping it strong, 
keeping the heart strong, keeping the lungs working good, keeping flexibility what it should be, keeping muscle where muscle needs to be, maintaining strength, maintaining balance. That all just makes sense because we know because we're over 60, we're at a higher risk for falls and we're also at a higher risk for getting seriously injured when we fall. Most of us know somebody who's broken a hip or torn a rotator cuff uh, or broken a bone. Uh, You know, things like that happen when we fall. Uh, We don't want to fall. So if we can work on strength and balance and, and, and cardiovascular fitness, those are things that we can do. But if we want the benefits of those things to happen, we have to do them. It, there's, there's no way around that. You know, they can't give you a shot that makes your muscles uh, stop uh, dwindling with age. Just like they can't give me a shot to make my crow's feet around my eyes go away. Well, they can. It's called Botox. We won't talk about Botox. <laughs> uh, yes, I've had Botox. Uh, <laughs> I've never told that, I don't think, on the podcast. I'm not ashamed of it. You know, I didn't want my forehead to look like a, a, a field that's been plowed for corn. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I do Botox on my forehead. So, I mean, I don't have any hair to take care of, so I can afford the, the Botox. Uh, boy, I drifted right off into that, didn't I? So let's talk about you for a bit. And, and you're listening to this podcast because you have an interest and what other seniors that are about your age are doing, what you can do. You're, maybe you're just trying to stay motivated to keep on taking care of yourself. And we know, we know the dynamics of our lives are changing as we live and breathe. Seriously, they are. I'm, I'm training people who were uh, not widows a year ago. I'm training men who were not widowers a year ago. The dynamics in their lives changed dramatically. The pressure, the chores, the responsibilities of of everything that goes with maintaining a life and a home as a married couple now falls on one person. Some of my seniors are the caregivers for very seriously ill elderly people. Uh, You know, I get that, that. What a demanding job. So when I'm working with seniors, I'm looking at three aspects. I'm looking at their physical being, their body. I'm looking at their mental agility. And I'm looking at their spirits. And and I say the spirit. You know that inner voice within inside you where your deep thinking happens, your feelings and all of that. I'm talking about fighting depression uh, and fighting loneliness and uh, and keeping our brains uh, firing like they're supposed to. So, you know, a lot of the games we do in the class, yes, they're games. They are brain games, quick response games. You know, why? Because body, mind, and spirit work as one group of parts of you that keep you healthy all the way around. And so previous podcast I've talked about I've talked about doing things to stimulate your brain. You know, um, it, it's, it's just good for us. I do puzzles, I play video games, uh, I exercise, which is good for my brain. Um, 
right. You know, uh, so many of us haven't written anything in a long time, uh, not even our own thoughts. And, uh, well, Gene, I don't like to write. And I never was a very good writer. Um, uh, here's something you could try doing. Uh, when you wake up in the morning, write down what you dreamed about last night. You don't have to go into all the details, but just write it down. Just write it down. Keep your little notebook or something and write it down. If you had a really uh, good experience during the day with a friend, maybe something at church or what, whatever it is you do, maybe a good round of golf, you know, jot a few notes down in your pad and, and keep your brain uh, working with constructing sentences and spelling words and things like that. Play word-seeking games, uh, word-finding games, crosswords, uh, Sudoku, things like that. Board games. If if you go to a senior center where they play board games or they play various card games or pinochle or, or bridge or something like that, uh, tackle something new and really stimulate your brain. And don't quit reading. Read for fun. It's good for your brain. So we're taking care of body, uh, mind, and spirit. Body, mind, and spirit. What about this spirit thing? I told my class earlier today that I really believe in meditation, and I do. And sometimes because the work I do, while I love it, I thrive on it, I, I do it with great passion and a lot of intensity, uh, sometimes my stress gets high. I feel a little overworked. I feel hyperextended. And since I'm a natural introvert, uh, being in front of a, a small crowds of people teaching exercises, uh, two classes, three days a week, uh, when I come out of those classes, I'm pretty much wiped out. I've used all my words for the day. You know, I have, I have coached and counted and, and led exercise and, uh, and, and then all the chit-chat that goes on with the members of the classes, too. You know, we have a relationship there, and that relationship is part of their their spiritual health in that they've got a friend in me. I'm not just their, their fitness coach or their uh, personal trainer. I'm a person who's invested in their lives as well. No, I don't go to their homes and visit. Well, there's a few that I do, or very, very senior ones. But... Um, you know, I've learned them well enough to ask, how's this grandchild doing or how's your daughter doing and and showing interest, you know. How many people don't have anybody that cares enough to ask, how's things going? How's your dog doing? I heard you was taking him to the vet the other day. You told me last class you were taking your dog to the vet. How, how's your dog doing? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, but the medicine's helping? Great, great. You know, just being invested in people and, um, you know, and, and it comes down to simple things like, you know, I've got 50, 60 people that that attend, some of them like clockwork, some of them kind of sporadically, but that's 50 or 60 names I had to learn. And, and uh, you know, and, and sometimes I'm standing there talking to somebody and I can't remember their name to save my life in the moment. And I'll say, oops, I'm having a senior moment. Refresh my memory. What's your first name again? And this lady told me today, her name's Justine. And Justine, if you're listening to the podcast, thank you. She gives me this tip. She says, I'm Justine. Kind of like those Justin boots you wear. The brand name of my old cowboy boots. And I said, 
got it, got it. So when I see Justine in the class, I think about my boots. I think they're Justin boots. Her name's not Justin. It must be Justine. Seems like a long way to go. And it's a, it's a little bit of a mental challenge. But I'm working on my brain too, you know. And sometimes I'll do, I'll try to call everybody by name during a class. And there may be 30 people there. And I only see them maybe a couple of times a week, three times a week at best. And never see them on the weekends. I rarely see them in the social setting. Sure, I run into some of them in Walmart or other other stores. But, uh, you know, being invested in people, having conversations. My golf partner, John, you know, uh, we play at least once a week, sometimes twice a week if the weather's good. And, uh, you know, our friendship is kind of new. He's been in my classes for a year, but that's... That's me, the instructor, and him, the participant, you know, and not a lot of time when we're busy really busting moves with dumbbells to chit-chat about the wife, the dog, the golf, the, you know, the things we did for our careers. But now that we're playing golf together, those conversations are unfolding. He's getting to know me better. I'm getting to know him better. This is good for my brain. Um, And um, so anyway... But about this spiritual thing, you know, since we're talking 23 and me taking care of ourselves, um, I get the exercise. Okay, check. I've taken care of my body by doing reasonable amounts of exercise to help fight muscle loss, stiff joints, weakness, the inability to, to move quickly, things like that. I'm fighting all that. I'm engaging with people to stimulate my brain. I'm reading. I'm doing games and and uh, and and writing things to help keep my brain firing on all cylinders. Um, but when it gets down to the spirit part of me, my inner man, my deep self, my conscience, how I feel about uh, the universe, how I feel about religious things, how I feel about uh, myself even and and uh, I really believe in meditation and uh, now I, I'm not like doing Eastern style meditation my form of meditation is when I feel myself getting any level of overwhelmed and, and sometimes I do feel a little overwhelmed after I've taught a couple of really intense classes Uh, A lot of energy goes into it, much more than goes into this podcast. Um, But when it's over and done, I am spent. I want to come home, get me a bite of lunch, and and go quiet for a few hours. Uh, I may do something mindless like a crossword or or catch up on the news or something real quick. I may play with my dog, but uh, I don't want to do people right then. I don't don't want to have a lot of social interaction for a while and give myself a chance to calm down, wind down, relax. And, um, and if I find myself to a point where I'm stressed about anything in my life, the best therapy is for me and always has been to get outdoors. Fortunately, I live in a beautiful place where I can walk out on my front porch and sit in a chair. There's a lake right out there in front of the house, a mountain behind the lake, there's golfers out there playing, uh, you know, there's birds and squirrels and beavers and muskrats and, you know, and all kind of things to see. And I can just go out there and sit 
and my phone's not with me. I can sit, stare off into the sky, check out the clouds, uh, try to figure out if that's a bald eagle or a buzzard flying way off in the distance, and sometimes it is a bald eagle. And, uh, you know, and just, and just soak in the nature and the fresh air. And when I'm doing that, my brain is not really working. I'm in the moment. I'm just, I'm just noticing the flowers that are blooming, the bees that are buzzing, the butterfly that zips through an, an, a different species of bird I maybe have never seen or haven't seen in a long time. And uh, the state of the trees, you know, right now they're leafless and bare, but it won't be long and they'll start to bud. So I, I take note of the little subtle details and I'm not racing to think through these things and see these things. It's not like I'm in a frantic pace of saying, okay, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight ducks out on the lake. No, not like that. Just sitting there and just kind of getting in that zone of being at peace with myself, being at peace with God, and unwinding all my baggage, whatever that baggage is, you know, just letting go of it and getting relaxed. And if I nod off, it's no big deal. You know, I'm, I'm that relaxed that I've nodded off. And that's okay. But I've got to take care of my body, my mind, and spirit in perpetuity. In other words, this is not something I can do January and then quit for the rest of the year. It's the whole flipping year. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. And then we'll start season number six, hopefully, in 2024. But in the meantime, even doing this podcast helps my brain. Because you've got to be able to tell that I'm thinking ahead of what I'm saying and planning out what I'm telling you uh, with with a with a story, with a plan, with a a style of coaching that says you listening to me think about these things and how you can apply them to your life so that you can reap the benefit of all the years you worked and raised kids and were in college or uh, you were an employee or, or whatever it is that you did and now you're in your 60s, early 70s and you're retired and it's 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 you time that's what it is it's you time and and like i said that sounds selfish and it makes you feel like you're being selfish uh taking care of you benefits others and i think of it in those terms too if i just sat around here and ate all day and gained a bunch of weight and brought my heart disease back and dove off into diabetes and ended up being very sick with that and and then having to be my wife's patient in home uh, and that's not a very good deal for her now is it but if I take care of myself and stay physically fit and uh, take care of my health and do what my doctor tells me to do and get my checkups that are required uh, and uh, I don't get sick I don't get weak and I don't become a patient in my own home, my wife is the beneficiary as much as I am. So it's not entirely selfish. And if I get to do those things I've mentioned before, like uh, attending a granddaughter's graduation or her wedding someday, uh, seeing great-grandchildren born, you know, things like that, 
yeah, I, I get the benefit of that. I get to have extended time with my family, my loved ones. And, uh, you know, and you know, I love my dogs. Uh, you know, I am their person. You know, everything that they get comes from me. They, I think they really like me, which is pretty cool, you know, because they could go sit with mom in the living room right now. But no, both of them are within hand's reach of my microphone right now, laying here and just, uh, just snoozing away. In fact, you may get lucky enough to hear the little one snore. I think he gets that from me. But anyway, as we launch into 2023 and you're thinking about, oh man, we've had a few rough years here and everybody's talking about how bad 2022 was. I don't remember 2022 as bad. I exercised all the way through it. I stayed healthy. I managed my weight okay. Um, I played some golf. I climbed a mountain. I ran some races. Uh, I met a lot of nice people. I coach a lot of nice people and um, I'm socially interactive, and, uh, and I love spending time with my wife. She is my person, and, um, and so there's nobody in this world I'd rather talk to than her. You know, she challenges me, and in case you wondered, we don't fight. You know, we've had a couple of spats in 17 years of marriage, which is not bad, and um, we're on the same page financially and, and how we're uh, managing our income and, and making sure we don't amass unnecessary debt, things like that. Uh, we work things out together. And this is all part of what made 2022 a good year for us because we're still working together as husband and wife and as a team for, for what's best for both of us in body mind and spirit. My wife is not a fragile woman. <laughs> she has an iron will. She will speak her mind, and I dig that. I love it that she's not a pushover and, and a yes dear and, you know, and I'm the man of the house, so I rule. No, we don't have that. We have full democracy in this house, and, and we may have debates and discussions, but um, we've not found anything that was worth really getting ugly and fighting about and and that's good for my mental health and it's good in my spirit too you know sometimes when people fight they say really ugly things and you can't erase those you can say i'm sorry but it's been said you know fortunately my wife and i we communicate i think very well with each other yet we're as different as night and day you know i'm all go go fitness and um you know, her hobby right now is uh, decluttering and and not quite minimalistic living, but uh, I'm telling you, she's she's going through the rooms, drawer by drawer, closet by closet, shelf by shelf, and and she's eliminating all the excess that we have in our home, things we don't use. That's her project, and she works it, and she also sells stuff on eBay, you know, and. Um, you know, just hobbies and things. And she is a voracious reader. Um, I may read five books a year. Uh, that's a stretch. I do a lot of reading. Rarely is it in books. I may read two or three books a year. My wife probably reads two or three books a month. And uh, when she's not reading them, she's listening to them as audio books. And she goes places and, 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 
in these stories that are in these books and and it's good for her brain the stories that are in these novels and things she reads and uh and it's not just novels she reads uh, biographical stuff too so she's learning about people and great thinkers and philosophers and you know so uh, I'm not really into that. I wanna, I wanna understand why vitamin K is good for you. <laughs> you know, I hate to bring it back down to fitness, 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 which we joke about quite a bit. But I'm even able to help her, even though she does not consider me to be her personal trainer. When she struggles with, uh, you know, aches and pains, uh, you know, we work on that together. And so, you know, it, it's a beautiful thing. So, if the message can be any clearer, the message is this. Take care of yourself in body, mind, and spirit in 2023. And think about how you're going to do that. And we're not talking about getting a gym membership. We're not talking about losing 25, 40, 50 pounds. We're not talking about that necessarily. We're talking about doing everything from exercise to staying hydrated to good quality sleep to mental stimulation to meditation to your religious practice whatever it is that you do uh, doing those things well for your good health Uh, finally um, you know I couldn't have gotten well if it hadn't been for good doctors Uh, I couldn't have stayed well if it hadn't have been for doing what those doctors advised me to do. So I don't go to the doctors expecting them to fix me necessarily. I want sound medical advice, uh, a strategy, you know, sometimes a prescription, but very rarely these days. Um, You know, just like going to the dentist, you know, I don't have bad teeth, but if I didn't go to the dentist, I might would, or I might would have a problem that was emerging and needed to be treated. But you know, I'm going to the dentist twice a year. I go to my doctor once a year for a full physical, and I see my doctor if I have anything about me that's not working quite right. More often than not these days, the doctor I see most often is a dermatologist because I have spent way too much time in the sun in the course of my life. But that, too, is part of my health care. And so I would encourage you, if you're worried about any aspect of your life, of your health, um, depression, chronic sadness, loneliness, any of those things, those subjects are not taboo when it comes to talking to your doctor. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't think that uh, antidepressant medications are always the answer but they are the answer for some people and they do help. What I do know is studies have shown that exercise, especially group exercise with people that look about like you, that are about your age, that have your interest, uh, exercise with groups of people like that is very effective in treating depression. And the, the time that it takes to feel the effects of the exercise between four and six weeks you know two three days a week exercising with other people it's a it's a it's a miracle drug within itself this thing called exercise so listen to your doctor 
be honest with your doctor. And as I like to say from time to time on the podcast, if you're not getting naked in front of your doctor at least once a year, you're not getting a full checkup. Um, And uh, I don't like it any more than you like it. But if he's going to examine my overall health, he needs to examine my whole body. And, uh, And I force myself, sometimes a little bit unwillingly, to go through those exams because that doctor is trained to see things I cannot see and uh, to assess me in ways I cannot uh, assess. So there's the message, folks. It's 2023 and me. It's 2023 and you. What are you going to do for you this year? Set a plan and start heading in that direction. It always starts with the first step. It really does. Um, Ten years ago... um, my wife bought me my first fitness tracker. It was a little tiny tab thing that hung on my uh, belt, and it just basically tracked my steps and estimated how many calories I burnt. And um, it was a Fitbit. It was a Fitbit Zip. That was the name of it. And I walked and walked and walked using that, and just walking was a huge part of my physical recovery, my mental health and my emotional, or as some would call it, my spiritual health. I'd encourage you to walk. If you can't do anything else, walk. If you can't go to classes, walk. If you can do it on a treadmill, walk. If you can do it in your neighborhood, walk. If you can do it in a city park, walk. Walking is the simplest, most fundamental exercise that we can do, and it will also help you fight the tendency to lose muscle as we age. All right, folks, that's about a 35-minute podcast. I'm going to wrap it up here. Uh, I'm recording this on a, uh, what day of the week is it? It's a Friday night, uh, January the 6th. Uh, I'm probably not going to release it until tomorrow on the 7th. But I want to thank you for being uh, faithful listeners to the podcast. Uh, I hear from many of you, and that means a lot to me. I do get the occasional message. Many of you are in Papa G's Fitness, which is my personal Facebook group. Um, I have opened that recently. It is a private group and uh, does have a few rules. They're not real serious rules. Rule number one is if you're going to be in my uh, fitness group on Facebook, you have to be kind. Rule number two is be kind. Rule number three is if you're not kind, you're gone. And um, my group is kind of simple. A few fitness tips, a few pictures, a few stories, uh, photos of my dogs occasionally, simple things like that, pictures from nature. Other people chime in, some comment, some don't. I'm not in it for the likes, the loves, or uh, accolades. Uh, It's a safe place for people that just want to hang out with like-minded people that are about 60 years or older. Um, If you're interested in that, look for Papa G's Fitness on Facebook and ask to join the group. It's a private group, so if you comment on the group, uh, it's not like everybody in the world sees that you commented, okay? And uh, I've always had this group. It's uh, always been private, and I'll continue to keep it that way. And uh, so I'm throwing that invitation out there to you, unknown to me. So if you ask to join, I may ask you, 
who are you and how did you hear about uh, this group? And if you say, hey, Gene, you invited me on your podcast, I'm going to say, okay, let's give this a shot. You know, if you like it, stay. And if you don't like it and it's not for you and it doesn't uh, help motivate you uh, in 2023, you know, um, no hard feelings, you know. Uh, the group is free to all the members and, uh, and, uh, and I, I run it pretty tight and I do not accept random uh, requests for membership because I get stuff from stalkers, weirdos, predators, and, uh, and I've gotten pretty good about ferreting out those types of people. And uh, so there's none of that in my group. You don't have to worry about getting uh, uh, unwanted advances in the group. And uh, a lot of the people in the group have been with me seven, eight years, and uh, it's a safe place, and I intend to keep it that way. But I do throw that invitation out on the podcast, but you got to tell me who you are if you ask, okay, just so uh, we can keep the... Uh, the quality of the group what it is today and has been for a long time uh, a lot of these people in the group I train and some of them I have worked with and done Fitbit stuff with over the years and and they're all really fine fine people so that's a wrap for tonight thank you for listening thanks to our international listeners um, I know we got people in Australia New Zealand and Great Britain that are listening and, uh, and definitely people in Canada and I really appreciate all of those of you that listen. If you like the podcast and you think you have a friend who could uh, benefit from listening to a guy like me who is 65 years old and has worked really hard to get to this point and stay healthy and now works to help other people stay healthy, uh, you know, share the podcast. I ask you to do that. And I ask you that unashamedly. This podcast has no commercial sponsors, no ads, and, uh, you know, and we intend to keep it that way. We've done it so far for four years, and this is our fifth season. Thank you so much, and on that note, I bid you a fair and good night. <laughs>